Welcome to Totem Talks with Tim Skipper and Debbie Gray. We are nearly 11 weeks into lockdown and now that Tim and I have finally worked out how to record audio on Zoom, we wanted to share some of the things we have observed and experienced during this very weird time. Um, Tim, do you want to kick off with, with some of your thoughts? Yeah, thanks Debs. Um, I guess the first thing I reflect on is, is just the suddenness of it. Uh, you said it was, did you say 11 weeks? 11, yeah, unbelievably. And I, I remember so vividly closing the door on the Friday um, and getting ready to come back on, on the Monday for, for another week. And then on the Tuesday, we closed the office and we haven't been back since. It's just remarkable that, you know, one we were there and then the next minute we were having to adapt to this new world. Um, the other thing that's, uh, that, that's just all constantly uh, dawning is just the speed of things you know the the rapidity of, of everything going south in terms of the you know the job freezes etc but just, it's just every week that goes by something has progressed quite significantly uh, so yeah I don't know what, how you found it yeah it's amazing when you look back at it I still really remember that first week or two um which I found really hard actually um but since then it's it's been amazing how actually you get used to it and you kind of there are things loads of things about it that I really enjoy and have been incredibly positive. Um, and whilst there are undoubtedly low days and and um, low periods, there are I think they're outweighed by some of the positive things that we've seen. Um, I think I think sort of I'm reflecting on that period of time and I remember initially and and it still goes on, but that is just sort of pinpoints that initial time when we had so many calls from clients um and some of our relations and the relationships we've got asking if we were okay and how they could help us <laughs> and it just yeah, those kind of just those really human relationships um I think really came to the fore you know when this happened um which was yeah which which I'm, I'm always going to reflect on in a really positive way yeah. Um, I've been, and, and I think we've, we've talked about this before, haven't we, how um, impressed we've been by how firms have adapted so quickly in many senses in, in terms of how they recruit and, and how they onboard people. We've got some good examples of these. I know you've been involved in, in a couple of them. Yeah, I mean, it's, we've had um, a number of firms who not only have well, there were some firms who were coming to the end of a recruiting process uh, that that required a lot of work being done remotely, um, and we've kept in touch with those those candidates, two of whom have started roles at very senior levels as well, and they've been uh, re you know, recounting to us just how how well the firms have adapted and managed to get them onboarded. And they've admitted that you know it wasn't the most streamlined and sophisticated process but it actually it's been very successful for them and and their experience has been a good one um the other thing that i've been um, particularly obviously pleased about is that the number of firms who've actually said you know what i know we're in the middle of this crisis but this might be the opportunity for us to go out to the market and a little bit more time perhaps but just identify candidates who might not be available in more buoyant times and uh, we've 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 had two as as you know Debs two projects which have started and finished since lockdown which um 
been amazing, really. And the candidates who've been on the list, shortlist, etc., have been. So, yeah, it, it not all has stopped. Yeah, I think there's there's been a perception, and certainly we've been asked, haven't we, by a few clients that you know a candidate's really looking in this period of time. But from from our experience, they have been um and yes there, there's probably a bit more due diligence and a bit you know a few more questions that are being asked about you know are they really going to recruit this role but actually you know people are looking and i think this period of time has given people some some time to reflect and pause and think about what they want um and what you know what perhaps move they want to make yeah, um yeah. so no it's been it's been i think really positive from from a candidate perspective um yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. And I, I'm sure people who will listen to this podcast will probably want to know what the market's like, because that's one of the questions we always get asked, isn't it, at, at all times. And I think it's, you know, if we're honest, the market is very tough, um, particularly at the junior end where law firms have decided evidently to pause on recruitment. So therefore, it's really, uh, it's really tough at that end. But, you know, there is still recruitment going on across most functions at the sort of mid to senior level. And as we sort of get into the second week in June, we've seen a, just things na- just gently get better. Um, I don't think it's gonna be a seismic shift which will go back to the old normal, but we are definitely seeing a, an improvement in the conditions as people, I think it's partly because people, they get used to the fact that um, they're working remotely, they're not gonna be in the, in the office given what we all these networks we're doing which we'll talk about in a second uh, people in the office until september at the earliest so they're gonna have to get on with it and they're gonna have to recruit and they're gonna have to recruit on zoom you know um i said to you the other day we've got a friend who's recruited a partner lateral partner hire completely on zoom which is really astonishing yeah it is it is you touched on um some of the networks um, and that's been a hugely positive part hasn't it so in kind of from the first second week didn't we we started to connect some people or ask ask people if they want to be connected um to people doing similar roles in other firms and actually we had a huge uptake so we've got a huge number of networks going on now um including i mean just some examples we've got the cmo network a coo network um, heads of clients, heads of recruitment, heads of HR. Um, that's that's just a few of them. We've got we've got a couple more as well. Head of sorry, finance directors is another one as well. So, um, and we've just we've got groups of people together, and we do Zoom calls every kind of two or three weeks or whatever is required. And um, and we have been astonished and by how people um, are willing to share. And it's just been a really I think people have really enjoyed speaking to their peers um, because we're all going effectively through the same thing and that we've never, ever been through it before. Um, and it's uh, every, t- every time we come off one, don't we, Tim, we just, we're kind of really amazed by how open and willing to, how, how people are willing to share and help each other. Um, yeah, and I, I hope guess. these kind of continue and, and, and continue going forward because it's just been such a positive, sort of we've had such a positive reaction from it. We really have, and, and we've had people hear about these networks and then email us to see if they can be on the next call. And I can't stress it, it's quite, it's quite chastening for us to be, a, you know, obviously we're facilitating them, but, but they, they, these clients are perfectly happy to discuss all of their 
you know, really sensitive stuff while, while we're in the room, so to speak. And um, their willingness to help each other has been astonishing, even in some of the areas where, it, you know, it can be market competitive. I mean, everyone's, it's all Chatham House, so, but, um, but if, you're, if you're a head of recruitment in a on a zoom to another head of recruitment and you're competing for the same talent sharing some some of your ideas not necessarily be easy to do but people such has been the camaraderie that's been built during this covid crisis that people have put some of those, those things aside it's it's been really certain heartwarming actually yeah yeah and I, I mean i think that's the one another thing and, and actually this has come up on a couple of the networking calls hasn't it how communication just generally whether it's on email or whether it's person to person has just become much more human um everybody's having a much bigger insight into each other's lives and children and home life because you're you're in each other's homes every day in a in a weird way and um and the communication has become much less corporate and much more human and care caring um yeah, and i know yeah. that a number of our clients have, have talked about what a positive thing that has been and and the hope that it will remain um, going forward absolutely the um the whole health and well-being uh thing well you we always send out these agendas um as you and ask for agenda items for each session and, and health and well-being is always either second first or third you know it's in, yeah. in whatever order but it's i think it's just brought everything under the that heading to to the fore and it's it's the legacy will be a really really positive one i'm sure yeah, I, I know that we certainly in a couple of the networks, there's a there's I mean, even from sort of the first or second ones that we were doing, there's there's talk about ch change and how this is going to change our our working lives going forward and what the new norm will look like. But um, and that so many positives are coming out of this and that we've got to embrace this change and make sure that it continues to happen. Um, and I know that, you know, speaking to some technology directors, you know, things that they've been trying to get past the leadership um, for so many years and, and suddenly it, they've got to do it. So it's happening. And, you know, so so many things have advanced many more years and, and much more quickly than than um, it would have done if we hadn't been in this situation. It's just making sure that that momentum carries on when, you know, whatever this new normal looks like, you know, we, we get back to it a bit. Um, yeah. It's quite quite interesting to see see whether that happens. Absolutely. Well, it, 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 it's quite interesting to reflect a little bit on some of the things that you know are still where the, where the activity is still happening. I and mean, we're, as you know, we, we've done a lot of recruitment around the sort of tech space, and um, I, I, I certainly am well, not surprised that we've had several roles in that sort of area. And also roles around sort of pricing and revenue and um, revenue control and working capital management, all of that sort of stuff. So um, but when we come out of it, I'm, I'm sure there'll be even more roles around change and transformation and innovation and tech, et cetera. Would you agree? Completely. Um, project management, efficiency management, you know, it's, yeah, absolutely. Um, analysis, data analysis. Yeah, I, I think there's going to be a real shift. Um, towards roles which have a much you know higher or bigger technology bias um would you would you say that that simply we've both been through through downturns before and the, usually when the downturn 
uh, emerges the the first people under the microscope are the all the business services people or the non fee owners as they used to be referred to um i haven't heard that so much this time um i mean i think you know in the, in the early networking meetings we were doing for the heads of hr you know, the discussions around if there were going to be some things like furloughing and cuts etc there hasn't been that sort of differentiation between the fear and earner and non-fear and thing. And also, in, in some instances, we've heard firms say, do you know what, we're not going to be recruiting associates or we're not recruiting part, uh, lawyers, but we're actually going to have to recruit more business services people, which clearly for us is great, great, but it's, it's also kind of, it's, it's, it has logic to it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, I think, I think, I mean, we've seen, you know, over the years, haven't we, how the role of the sort of business service professional per se is just, you know, um, has has so much more influence and is so much in, so so much more integral to the runnings of a firm um, than it was five or ten years ago. So yeah, it's not it's not a surprise at all, really. Um, but it's encouraging to see um, see it being sort of acted on now. Um, there's so much. Um, speculation at the minute isn't there and and we talk about it between us as a as a team and a, as a business but in all the networking groups that that we're in no one really knows what's going to happen um so we're all planning for something we don't really know um uh, which is why i think the networking groups are so um so much in demand because you know there's lots to discuss and, and lots of advice to take from one another but as things change and as trends appear and, and as, as, as things get clearer and we get more clarity about what's going to happen, then, then we will just continue to, to share that with you. Um, so I hope you've enjoyed our inaugural lockdown podcast and, um, and uh, yeah, we'll look forward to sharing more with you soon.